0: Good morning, everybody. So glad everybody's here and online today. I'm so glad that you're all here. So glad you can join us even from afar. Um, different concept in the room. I don't know if you can tell online, but it's it's all pulled forward, and it sounds like it's going to be a, a very interactive day. So hope you all are ready. Welcome, Jeff, for our declaration. Okay, everybody stand up. Okay. The Holy Spirit is giving me authority in areas where I once had fear and insecurity. Part of my inheritance in Christ is his personal authority. I receive it and walk in it in Jesus' name. Oh. okay one one more time and this time I'm all together the Holy Spirit is giving me authority in areas where I once had fear and insecurity part of my inheritance in Christ is his personal authority I receive it and walk in it in Jesus' name amen all right let's worship
1: <laughs>
2: Is it okay to bring us a little further back? Okay. <laughs> Can everyone hear me? Okay. Lord I just release us into worship I release us beyond boxes I release us beyond limitation and I ask that the authority of the Holy Spirit the teacher that you are Holy Spirit would flow through me, with counsel and wisdom and might, and that it would fall on the ears of hearers who are under the sound of my voice now, who will catch this on replay, let that same anointing and that same power of the Holy Spirit that flows through me today be the same power that every listener encounters. I submit myself to your authority. I submit myself as your mouthpiece. And I say it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your spirit that I release this word in Jesus' name. Good morning. <laughs> I just really want the Lord to, I really want Him to have His way. So, I I need you guys to give me permission to be a sharp implement today. Can I do that? Do I have your permission to not have my edges rounded off today? (laughs) Do do I have that permission? (laughs) And when this is over... And that voice tells you she was preaching at you. She was preaching right at you. You know what I want you to say to that voice? Yeah, she was. And I receive it. <laughs> she was preaching right at me. Because <laughs> Holy Spirit coming for all of us. He's coming for all of us. Now, we're in this series about having a sound mind. And in order to live a lifestyle of worship and to give praise and worship, we need sound minds. We need to be coming from the doctrine of the Word of God. So I want to talk about a couple of terms. Now I can get into worship is this and praise is that. and I, I'm not going there with all that. Okay, I'm going to break it down into two categories. Worship lifestyle and corporate worship, okay? So the lifestyle that we each have, we all should have a lifestyle of worship. And so when we all bring our different lifestyles together, and there'll be times I'm talking about a song and there'll be times I'm not. This time I'm not just talking about a song. I'm talking about our different lifestyles of worship coming together to bring corporate worship. And we all should have a lifestyle of worship to come. So, you know, I could, I could break it all down, and I could reinvent the wheels on the car. But instead of doing that, let's just get in the car and roll with the wheels. And I could get out my tools, and I could build you a clock. Instead of me building you this big clock, why don't I just tell you the time? okay so you know how they say what time is it I'm going to tell you what time it is I'm not going to build any more clocks I'm not going to reinvent any more wheels we're just going to worship because it's in us right that capacity of worship is in us now you don't have to worship like I worship and I don't have to worship like you worship But I will say this. If the only worship I ever see out of you looks like this. That's that's not using your capacity to worship. And if the only worship you see coming out of me looks like this. whoo Jesus, 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 you feel so good. That's just one capacity or facet of my worship. And so I have to question if I only see one facet of your worship, are you a true worshiper? Because if you tell me it's about a culture and that does play a part, if you tell me it's about a personality and that does play a part and you can't worship because of those things, you're lying. Because the spirit of truth who is a worshiper lives inside of us. And just like he has given us the capacity to feel a range of emotions, you would think I was bonkers if you only saw one emotion out of me. There are some people, the only emotion you know that they're feeling is anger. Uh-oh, they're angry. If 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 somebody, it's my birthday. And somebody gives me a card with a thousand dollars in it, and I open it and I go, thousand hmm, dollars. Hmm, how about that? Do you happen to hear what the weather's like today?" You're going to think, "What is wrong with her?" Or if I say to Jonathan, "Honey, on your way home from work, would you pick up a can of peas?" Sure, no problem. I'm home, honey, peas are on the table. Woo, the peas are here! He's going, what? What's up with that? (laughs) I have a range of emotions to use, but I have to know what emotion to flow in. And so don't tell me that you can only flow like this, or you can only flow like this, because we have the capacity to flow however Holy Spirit dictates that we can flow in this place. And he is over our excuses. I can't flow in worship because the worship leader ain't here. I can't flow in worship because I don't have any instruments. I can't flow in worship because I don't know how to sing. Well, if that's the case, Let's just put a sign on the door. And when the key worshipers aren't here, say, uh, We won't be having worship, for worship today because we're not prepared. The worship people aren't here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. So we need to be prepared in this place to give worship on the fly. If you don't, if the only song you know is Jesus Loves Me. You need to get up and release Jesus loves me. And you need to sing Jesus loves me like they do in the black church till the glory falls. They will, John, tell them, won't they sing you to death? (laughs) They will sing you to death. (laughs) On one line, one phrase, one word. (laughs) So don't tell me you can't lead worship, that worship's not in you. Worship is in you. We can't put Ichabod on the door and tell people, we'll be back when we get our worship in order. We cannot practice worship. We can practice songs. We can hone skills. But we cannot practice worship. Now I can break it all down if you ask me to show you how to walk. And I can say... Uh now take this foot, and then there's gonna be a moment where you're just on one foot in the air, and then you're gonna now, and then when get then you take that other foot, and I can do all of that, or I can just walk and say, follow me, and you might walk a little bit like this, but at some point you'll follow. Jesus said. I'm going to make you fishers of men. Follow me. He didn't say, now I want you to meet me at the pier. I want you to get several different lure. I want you to have your fishing poles. uh, Do some research about what kind of fish are at this pier. He didn't do all that. He just said, follow me. And I'll make you fishers of men. He said, follow me. Now, I think there's something to, well, before we get to that, let's do this. Now, this is going to represent worship, Holy Spirit being poured in me. And our our psalmist here, she's going to help me with worship. (laughs) (laughs) so worshiper would you help me ascend the hill of the lord
3: oh praise the name of the lord
1: oh jesus
2: i feel you i feel you
1: oh the glory is so beautiful oh jesus oh it's so beautiful (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so I'm singing. Oh, 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 oh. Holy spirit oh. oh. Oh, Okay, holy spirit Oh, oh,
1: oh Jesus, yes, I feel you, you poor you're all flowing in me, Jesus. I feel you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <it's like> <laughs>
2: I want to worship. Where where's the worship? I need worship.
3: how
2: to walk. He's just learned to walk. Now, he loves to be with mommy, because mommy cuddles him, and he knows where the love and the affection comes from. So before he could walk, he just go, and mommy say, oh, come on, my love dog, you're so sweet, and I'll pick you up. Now, mommy might be in the kitchen doing dishes, and he might go, ah, ah, ah. if you want mommy, mommy's busy, you come to mommy and get the love. You come to mommy. So see, where we think Holy Spirit's not present sometimes or he doesn't want to meet us, he wants to meet us. But he wants us to walk towards him. He wants us to press in for it. Because we're not spiritual babies that he has to pour worship down our throat anymore. (laughs) We're not spiritual babies that need smoke clouds and mirrors and and, and the right song and the right instrument and the right key and the right this and the right that. Because worship is in us. What would you do if you were in a country that had no no professionals home to singers? That had only a drum, no instrument? Do they just say, well, can't worship. (laughs) Can't worship. Worship seems to just... Now, I'm not saying that there aren't elements of worship that I can teach you. I'm not saying that there aren't elements that I can teach you to help you encounter worship and to give Holy Spirit, to give Jesus, to give the Godhead what they're asking for because it is all about Him. If we make it all about Him, He'll make it all about us. But we want to make worship all about us to feel good, When our assignment is to minister to him. That's our assignment. So I can teach you some elements of worship. But as much as I can teach you some of those elements of worship, it can't all be taught. Worship is caught as much as it is taught. So I want to show you another illustration. This is worship. This is up. Robin represents us. Robin represents us. This is worship. Now I've taught all I can about worship. Now we're in a groove and we're going to catch the worship now. So, ready for your worship, Robin? Okay. Here goes. What's wrong with I oh, maybe she didn't see the worship coming her way. You know, she was waiting for the boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, boom, boom. You know. So let's try it again. Here's worship. What? I'm throwing worship right in your direction. What is wrong with you? Are you still waiting for the goosebumps? Because I don't have any right now. I just got pure worship. The Holy Spirit says this is it. Now, are you feeling me? Now, I'm gonna throw worship at you. What's your responsibility? Worship just got caught. Not taught. She caught worship.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: Thank you, Robin. Are you, are you feeling what I'm saying in this place? If you can't sing a song in this place, then you get up and you read the scripture. Because the scripture says when we come together, if, life, if worship is a lifestyle, we should all be bringing something of our lifestyle to worship to the worship experience. So you may not be able to sing a melody. You may not be able to hold a tune in a bucket. But you can get up and say, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. And you can get up and say, you can get up and do something to make this worship experience a family affair. We are a family and we all have a responsibility to contribute something to worship. So if your worship always looks like you're standing in formation, I'm going to question that. And if your worship always looks like you're firing friendly fire at something and trying to hit anything, I'm going to question that too. Because you have within you the capacity to be diverse in your worship, as Holy Spirit leads, I was thinking of this song uh, yesterday, where it says, uh, "You are the air I breathe. You are the air I breathe, and I." Are you you desperate for it? If you are, all you have to do is breathe. All you have to do is just breathe. I'm breathing right now. And the only reason you're thinking about your breath now is because I brought it to your attention. (laughs) Before I brought it to your attention, you weren't saying, I'm going to make sure I'm breathing. I'm breathing. Our worship is just breathing his breath. It's not our breath anyway. It's the breath he put in us. So it's just breathing. It's just your expression, his expression coming through your breath. Now, this is for all of us. This is for all of us. So hear my heart in this. Okay. I've been here long enough now that we have relationship, right? So I'm free to say some things and have grace given to me, okay? So I'm going to say these things in love and grace. And I've been here long enough that you know I don't major in offense for a career. (laughs) You've seen those people who they just want to be abrasive and say, well, that's just how I am. I tell it like it is. No, this is not that. But here's what I want to say to you. Those of us who are creatives, Let us flow creatively. Much of our creativity comes from inspiration. And so, if you micromanage our inspiration so much, we can't flow. We can't give you what you want. Because those of us who are creative, I'm the age I am and still tapping into the creativity that I don't know is inside of me. So, I'm still learning. We're still learning our creativity. But if you make it so structured, you're giving us somewhat of a mixed message because you're saying, flow creatively, but stay in this box and do it. <laughs> and I want to know about the flow and when the flow's coming. And what, I want to know what you're saying, what you're preaching, what you're praying, what you're prophesying, but flow. Well, you can't have both. I can either flow like a river or I can flow like one of those Walmart water fountains. But you cannot have both. And so here's what I say in love to the micromanagers of creativity. Here's what I say. Stop managing Holy Spirit. Stop micromanaging Holy Spirit. Now, there's the other type of visionaries that are the blueprint people. They're the people that keep us on a foundation of structure that we need. They're the people that tell us when we say, I want a puppy. Puppies are cute and they lick my face and they can sleep with me and I want a puppy. The blueprint people and the foundation people are the ones that say, I know you want a puppy, but do you have a plan to feed it? You know, you're going to have to get up and walk it. You're going to have to water it. You're going to have to make sure it has a shot. Those of us who are creative, we just want the puppy because it's so cute. <laughs> so here's what I say to those of us who are the blueprint people and the creatives are trying to micromanage them. Stop micromanaging the blueprint people. We need them so we have a frame and a structure for our creativity to have safe safe boundaries to flow within. So I say to all of us, stop micromanaging Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to do one of those preacher things that they do. where they tell you to look at your neighbor. <laughs> I'm not crazy about those, but I'm going to do it. And if you know your neighbor's name, say your neighbor. Not sitting by a neighbor, go find a neighbor. <laughs> I want you to look at your neighbor, and I'm going to do it to me first, so you know how it goes. It goes like this. This is my mirror, the word of God, so, so this is going to be my neighbor. The word of God's my mirror. Pepper, stop man- micromanaging Holy Spirit. Now look at your neighbor and say that. <laughs> stop micromanaging Holy Spirit. <laughs> we just need to flow we just need to breathe we're not going to be able to give him the high praise and ascribe worship to him that he's worthy of anyway if the angels are saying holy, holy, holy and they still can't ascribe The worship, he's too big. We can't ascribe the worship to him that he's really worthy of. So just breathe. (laughs) Now, the only thing, two things that I want you to remember about worship. Just breathe and cut off threats. Now, when I'm just flowing and breathing, if if I take a drink of something or I eat something, it doesn't go downright uh, breathe and cut off threats. Mm -hmm. So if I'm eating something or I'm drinking something and I'm breathing, I don't have to think, my brain doesn't have to think about it. I go, (coughs) somebody, (coughs) I need a drink. Because that's a threat to my worship. That's a threat to my lifestyle. You use your imagination and you, you ask Holy Spirit, What has been a threat to my worship? But what you need to remember are those two things. Just breathe and cut off threats. Breathe and cut off threats. Anything that threatens my airway, I have to cut that off. Whether it's my own pride, whether it's my own reservation, I'm too reserved, I'm too exuberant, I'm over extrovert, indirect, whatever. Semantic, okay? But whatever is a threat to your worship, cut it off if there was somebody who was threatening my lifestyle worship who came over to my house and they all they did was spew profanity and gossip and that's a threat to my airway so I've got to cut that person off because they're a threat to my lifestyle of worship so the two things that we just need to do to make it simple is breathe And cut off the thread. It's that simple for us. Holy Spirit's made it very simple for us. Now, um, this this first song, we're going to sing it uh, without music. And Robin and I are going to sing, and she's going to kind of lead it, but she's going to sing, we're going to sing the chorus. And then I'm just going to speak the lyrics in between, but it's not going to be just Robin and I singing. <laughs> you guys are going to help us with the chorus. see how Give me one bit. Thank you. Don't worry, it We got papers. Okay, hey, everybody, everybody got lyrics? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Arise, my love. Arise, my love, the grave no longer has a hold on you. No more death sting, no more suffering.
2: heard at the tomb that day, just shuffling of soldiers' feet as they guarded the grave. One day, two days, three days had passed. Could it be that Jesus breathed his last? Could it be that his father had forsaken him? And in case you don't know the answer to that, I'll say no. (laughs) Turned his back on his son. No. Despising our sin. All hell seemed to whisper, just forget him, he's dead. Then the father looked down to his son and said,
3: Arise, my love, arise, my love. The grave no longer has a hold on you. No more death's sting. No more suffering. Arise,
2: arise, my love. Okay, follow along with me. The earth trembled, and the tomb began to shake. And like lightning from heaven, the stone was rolled away. And as dead man, the guard stood there in fright. As the power of love displayed its might. Then suddenly, a melody filled the air, riding wings of wind. It was everywhere. The words all creation had been longing to hear. The sweet sound of victory, so loud and clear. Arise, Arise, my
3: love. Arise, my love. The grave no longer has a home. more death sting no more suffering arise arise my love where are your shackles death. where is your sting Hell. has been defeated the grave over, love, now, arise, this saying, the King, no arise, my love, arise, my love, the grave no longer has a hold King, on please, you, arise. no more What's death that, sting, love, so please, no more sorrow. Sting no, no more, more. so
2: Now, um, part of uh, this of having a sound mind is hearing God's cadence. And so it's not that we're always slack in what we're doing or that we're always doing it wrong. Sometimes we're doing our best. We're doing everything that we know to do. We just haven't caught up to his cadence. So we're going to have our apostle, Vince. He's going to come up and he's going to talk to us a little bit about cadence. And then I'll be back up. Okay? Thank you, Robin.
0: This, this doesn't take very long to explain. Cadence is very, very simple. It's all about just staying in step. That's all it is. That's the whole purpose of cadence is to stay in step. In, in the military, we had two different types of cadence. You had one where you were walking, called a quick time, one where you were running, and that was called a double time. So there was just a, a, a walking cadence, and then there was one where you move faster. But cadence is all about movement. You were moving, not standing still, not, not stuck, not not camping where you shouldn't be camping. You were moving, right? So staying in step and movement. That's what, it's, that's what it's about. When we talk about cadence, that's what we're referring to. Pretty simple, right? Yeah. Stay in step. Keep moving. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. So now we've got four more things, four more elements. Breathe, cut off threats, stay in step, and keep moving. Breathe, cut off threats, stay in step, keep moving. Breathe, cut off threats, stay in step, keep moving. Okay, we're going to use this next song to demonstrate cadence a little bit. And it's going to be a faster movement. Now, here's the thing about cadence. That high praise you don't have to stress, stress about either because I'm just breathing naturally right now. But if I were to go and work out and get my my uh, body moving a little faster, my heart rate would begin to come up because I'm still moving. When When you're exercising and you want to keep your heart rate up, They say, keep moving. You ever seen people jogging and then they get to the traffic light and they have to stop and they just stand there at the traffic light? That's because they got to keep moving. They can't stop for the light. So they got to stay in step. They got to keep moving. Now, when I'm getting into a faster cadence, I don't, just like when I'm walking, I don't have to tell myself to breathe. I don't have to say, now, heart, we're getting ready to exercise now. This is, I want you to go in double time cadence now. No, if you just flow with the body God has designed for us and let Holy Spirit flow, you'll be in his cadence because you'll be flowing in his rhythm. So there won't be this, I've got to get in cadence, I've got to get in cadence, I've got to get in cadence. Because Vince probably will tell you, You're only going to practice cadence so long, and then you're going to be doing it. You're only going to be having drills about learning how to fight, and then you're going to be doing it. So breathe, cut off threats, stay in in step, step. Keep keep moving. Okay. just look after yours. do one of the things you I'll we'll we're up I'm going to come over here. We're doing that. She's just going to sit
0: and moving around is a simple thing called clapping okay and some of you might think well i don't have any rhythm i can't do that everybody here learned how to talk at some point in their life did you mess it up a bunch when you first started still do but you kept going and you kept going until you figured it out okay i'm gonna to explain to you how you can clap when i hit the snare that's when you clap okay that's the easiest way to get started when i hit the snare we clap together. Okay? And then you get your body moving but you stay clapping. All right? You start swaying, you start moving. All right? Get into it. Don't stand there and watch Pepper and Robin do their thing. Get involved. She's just talking about that. Don't let it go in one ear out the other. Practice what she's saying right now. Okay.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Pop <laughs> Rise up I would tell a man That these bones live What I know they give us But I don't know about this Rise up Now you feel it Rise up Rise up Rock the sky Rock the sky Rise up Rise up, Rise up. Rise up. Rise up, rise up, rock the sky, rock the sky, rise up. If I had to dance, I'd the gas, I didn't count up my you mean well. you know well. oh, you're doing you your best, but you've got to rise day. up now in your cadence. We're past that first cadence. Now we're in that second cadence, and rise up sounds like this: <laughs> the breath is coming in, the wind is blowing in. The breath is coming in, the wind is blowing in. The breath is coming in, the wind is blowing in. The breath is coming in, the wind is blowing in.
2: that second wind of his heart that second cadence some of us we've made it into the first cadence but we got comfortable but he said good job baby girl baby boy but let's go to the second cadence now it's a little bit faster (laughs) couple more things I won't be before you long and and when I say this John says liar (laughs) I'm going to try not to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and God's, God's not telling us to rise up just for ourselves, you guys. We have to rise up for others, because we don't want to be the holdout. Because we got to get, we got to get this to others. We got to get this to others. Now. I want to try to make this, keep it practical, okay? I'm just going to be pepper practical today. <laughs> Not pepper preachy, just pepper practical if I can. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to look at my first step of my notes and practicality. (laughs) Rise up, prophesy. Now, part of coming into this cadence that God is talking about is what we're talking about. Wake up, rise up knowing what to do. So that's that's one of the first steps. Just reevaluate how awake am I? Am I really awake? Am I really rising up to the level? I want to read you this scripture. It's Romans 13:11 through 14 and it says, "To live like this is all the more urgent for time is running out and you know it is a strategic hour in human history. It is time for us to wake up, for our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Night's darkness is dissolving away as a new day of destiny dawns. So we must once and for all strip away what is done in the shadows of darkness, removing it like filthy clothes. And once and for all, we clothe ourselves with the radiance of light as our weapon. We must live honorably, surrounded by the light of this new day. Not the darkness of drunkenness and debauchery, not in promiscuity and sensuality, not being argumentative or jealous of others. Instead, fully immerse yourselves into the Lord Jesus, the anointed one, and don't waste even a moment's thought on your former identity to awaken its selfish desires. 't don't, don't even waste a thought, it says on what what you what you feel like you're inadequate about. Don't waste a thought on it. Just breathe. Just breathe because there'll be people alongside of us to help us rise up. There'll be people that say, if you want a puppy, okay, but you you gotta have a plan for it. <laughs> right? And there'll be those of us who will say, Now look, you're putting God in this box and you're asking me to flow, but you're not giving me room to flow. So we're going to have to put each other in checks and balances that way because it's not either or, it's both and. Do you see? That's why we all can share some guilt in this. Is there anybody who can raise their hand and say, this word's not for me. So if this, if this word's for you, raise your hand. I'm going to raise both of mine. Okay. It's not either or. It's both and. So that's one step that we can do practically to get into cadence with this heart and rise up. Two, now, when to do it. Just rising up and doing it, it's important. But that's that's not the only important thing. We have to know when to do it. First Chronicles 12:3 of Issachar, men who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, 200 chiefs and all their kinsmen under their command. So it's not important just to know what to do. It's important to know when to do it, and you can only do that by flowing with Holy Spirit. You can't micromanage that. You can't caseer Sarah that while your case Sarah and and the bus and train done left, and you're still waiting at the station for a word. (laughs) The third step in practicality is doing it without being micromanaged. Sometimes people are micromanaging us because we won't do it any other way. They don't have any choice. They've used every tool in their arsenal. They don't have nothing left but micromanagement. This is Proverbs 6, 6 through 11. It says, when you're feeling lazy, come and learn a lesson from the tale of the tiny ant. Yes, all you lazy bones, come learn from the example of the ant and enter into wisdom. The ants have no chief. No boss, no manager, no one has to tell them what to do. You'll see them working and toiling all summer long, stockpiling their food in preparation for winter. So wake up, sleepyhead. How long will you lie there? When will you wake up and get out of bed? If you keep nodding off and thinking, I'll do it later, or say to yourself, I'll just sit back a while, take it easy. Just watch how the future unfolds for you. By making excuses, you'll learn what it means to go without. Poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and move in as your roommate for life. So God in his, in his love, he is making us aware of consequences, good ones and bad ones. So there are consequences for the choices. The choice I made this morning determined where I stand right now. The choice I make now will determine where I stand tomorrow. It's not either or. It's both and. And then when God shifts, you shift. We were in the Metron and God told Angie, it's time to shift. So now we're not there anymore. We're in sound mind. What if she said... Well, Holy Spirit, I've got this lesson mapped out and I've got that lesson mapped out. When He shifted, she shifted. You know, we all have a responsibility uh, to one another. But there are just some things that we can't do for each other. You can't get my oil for me. I have to get my own oil. You know, I might be able to nurse a little bit, but I don't want to nurse a 13-year-old. All those of us who are moms, we just go, ooh, just as a thought of that. <laughs> 13-year-old with big teeth, and, you know, we, you know. There was the the five wise and the five foolish. The foolish ones weren't prepared. They didn't have oil. Um, I want to close my portion of this with the lyrics to this song, and I'm just going to read it to you. Uh, It's by uh, Eddie James, and I've never heard it before, but it's just, they're so profound. And it's called, We Must Shift exclamation point. And it says, send a revival, Lord, fire blazing. The body of Christ is snoring and complacent. Wake us up from our slumber. Call us to the greatness. We started the race with your help. We can make it. Shake us aggressively. Pour out your love. Give hope to the ones that stopped and gave up. Show signs and wonders, Lord, all for your glory. Father God, we need another outpouring, a shift. God, send a shift. There's a change in the atmosphere. There's a moving and a shaking. He that hath an ear, let him hear. There's a shift. There's a changing of the guard, rising up in this hour. Are the violent ones who take it by force that there's a shift? Things won't look the same. Shift. Things won't sound the same. A fresh wind, fresh wine, fresh manna from heaven. A new wineskin that won't compromise with sin. Shift. There's a new breed of Christians. Sanctified Nazarites. A consecrated tribe. There's a shift. A, 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 A bride pure and holy. And in the garment polluted by flesh, full of passion and glory, there's a shift. Things won't look the same. Shift. Things won't sound the same. Shift. A fresh wind, fresh wine, fresh manna from heaven. A new wineskin that won't compromise with sin. Let us break. Let us speak to the spiritual death. Raise the dead. Remind us that we're the body and you are the head. Set a fire to this dry and stagnant generation. Build us an army from every tongue and nation. Harvest the grain. Now is the season. Transform the atheists, pagans, and heathens. Faith is believing without having to see it. The word is alive. And all you got to do is read. So shift. The word is alive. All you got to do is read it. So shift. Shift. The long hairs are coming. They don't drink wine or touch dead things. They are lovers of the king. There's a shift. But did you notice, he said, to make that shift, the word is alive, you got to do it, you got to read, you got to pray, you got to fast. You can't just come here and say, I'm ready to worship, and it hasn't been a lifestyle at home. You can only bring what you have to the table. But if we don't all carry our spiritual weight in worship in everything, if I ask someone to help me lift this table and I just go, well, I'm going to put all the weight on them. We have to all carry our spiritual weight in this thing because the glory is heavy. It's getting heavier and it's going to get heavier still. Are you going to overwhelm us, glory carriers, because you won't carry your part of the glory because you're still stuck and I'm inadequate and I don't know if I can do it and I feel like it? Or whatever all the excuses that we all are making. We are all glory carriers. We are all glory carriers. And we all have to carry our spiritual weight. Don't leave it for certain ones to have to carry everything. Don't leave it for certain ones to have to tell you what you should already know, what you should already be doing. Don't leave it that way. And then those of us who are those blueprint people and those visionaries and those frame builders. We're going to give those of us who are creative room to be creative a little bit. You know, sometimes when you're creative, you don't work well with everything so structured. I've been in churches where when I, I, I spent years there and when I left, they didn't even know what I carried because it was so boxed in. That the only choice I had was to, if I want to be there and be part of the community, I have to get in the box. There's other places I've gone and I didn't stay long because I decided I can't let you box in my worship. And so we have to be respectful when we come to other ministries because we don't have the authority to tell them how to run their ministry. So the only choices we have is to either jump in the little box or go. So let's give each other grace, however we flow. You know, sometimes I have to just shut down Facebook. I have to shut down all that stuff because I'm a contemplative type of person. And it gets into overthinking. I'm not denying that. (laughs) But I am a contemplative type person. And so I don't get on Facebook just because... Ooh, you know, I haven't said anything really profound on Facebook in a while. Let me see if I can come up with something really profound. I'll be washing dishes and it's like, Ooh, God, that's brilliant. I'm getting on Facebook. <laughs> but I'm not one of these people and I'm not hating on those who do, but I'm just not one of these people because of how God made me that I have to be on Facebook every day and have something really profound to say. I'm a person who my words have intentionality attached to them. And I like to mean what I say and say what I mean. So we're all going to give each other grace in this, right? I love you. Let's say a quick prayer before I hand it over to Vince and Angie. Father, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, for what you have taught us and what you're teaching us in this place. Lord, I want to be the first fruit of repentance right now to say, I'm sorry for ways that I've tried to micromanage Holy Spirit. I'm sorry for ways in which I become impatient and not been long suffering enough and, and, and try, to, uh, try to have things my way or see the vision the way I see it instead of seeing it through your eyes. Any way that I've made excuses, and I've made a few, a many, any way that I've held up the boat, I know that I've done that. Would you please forgive me? Would you please forgive us? And would you give us a clean canvas because your mercies are new every morning? And so we enter into this new phase and we leave the old phase behind. And we, leave, we enter with no condemnation. We enter with no accusation. We enter with no unrighteous judgment or finger pointing. We just walk in your glory and accept that we've made some mistakes and accept that we're going to make some more. But we're going to keep each other in check, in checks and balances through the flow of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to hold each other accountable. And we're going to do it with love, but we're not always going to have our edges rounded off when we do it. We're going to give each other that grace and that liberty and grace to be wrong sometimes. We thank you, Father. God bless you guys.
3: Okay, Um, we're going to say goodbye to our online community.
2: Wave. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us. You can hit stop whoever's controlling that. The rest...